The stewardess said both pilots. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Rotten Potatoes, the podcast where we review movies that you absolutely should have already seen. My name is Zach, and I am here with three of my best friends. I'm Scott. I'm uh, best friend number three, actually. I'm Tyler, and don't call me Shirley. Dude, can I be best friend number one? I'm Jake. Yeah. <laughs> for I like how you said that like you were introducing yourself yeah. to him. <laughs> Scott, oh, what's up, dude? Scott was best friend number one, but he just demoted himself. So oh, I was number one? Yeah. Honestly, I'll, oh, I'll thanks. take it just so because up. it's vacant. Yeah. That'll make me just as happy. <laughs> well, we are reviewing um, a movie called Airplane, which is a comedy that came out in the 80s. And it's a movie that I have seen multiple times. Um, my dad introduced it to me when I was younger, and I've loved it ever since. And I'm excited to talk about it. Let's uh, throw your dad under the bus. How young were you? And did he remember the uh, the like b- most bizarre uh, topless scene in any PG movie ever? I was, I don't remember exactly, but definitely younger than middle school. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> PG movie? Uh, yeah. The 80s sure were PG. wild. And <laughs> no, he did not remember that. <laughs> so way to go, dad. Dad of the year. Oh, <laughs> savage. Uh, he listens, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he's our only podcast review on Apple Podcasts. His name's, <laughs> his name's Dan, right? Yeah, Dan. Yeah. Dan. Dan. Yeah. Not, mm-hmm. not, not to be Dan. confused with, with our Dan. Our Dan. With our Dan, yeah. which we forgot to mention in our last episode, so I think we might get dinged for that. Ooh. Oh. Somebody, our somebody just yeah. lost our Christmas bonuses. Shoot. Way to go, Zach. It wasn't my fault. He, he listens. He would have known. That's true. It's true. It was Jake's movie. He should have brought it up. Yeah. But I, I don't think I ever bring up Dan. <laughs> we had a falling out. But you just and Dan to, had a falling out. What happened? Well, he's getting paid and I'm not. <laughs> We're all getting paid except for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's because you never bring him up. Yeah. Uh, he's the one who get, controls our paychecks. Why do you think we yeah. talk about him so Also, much? you get, we have a, uh, a per diem. What? It's it's more like a per danum. <laughs> I don't know why that made me uncomfortable. <laughs> it's every time we mention Dan, we get paid. Uh, so yeah, huh. I did I did look it up. It is PG. It was wow. yeah. Eighties are just wild and. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, Zach, you you nominated this movie. I nominated this movie. Yeah. Why? Um, well, one, I mean, it's just a comedy that I, I do love. I was a little nervous going into this because I haven't watched it in a long time. So I was a little worried that, uh, as I'm just, I guess, older, um, that some of the jokes wouldn't be funny or what, but I still love it. I still think it's really funny. And then also partly, uh, back in Spooktober, we had to watch Young Frankenstein. (laughs) And I I feel like this is just a better version of what that was trying to do. Oh yeah. I, I disagree on a lot of levels. Like why? Like, wait, well, I hold mean, it, hold it, right. hold it for the hold it for the show. Yeah, but hold I want to. I want to hear. No, okay, right no, now. What? Oh, okay. No, <laughs> just, hold it. What did you do? Just don't forget. Yeah, we want to hear it right now, but also don't say a word. <laughs> All right, Dan, help me. <laughs> Jake, we're gonna send you off into another room, and we want you to close the door, <laughs> isolate yourself, say everything, and then come back, and then come back. Yeah. Okay, into the mic or yes, and we will mute you. Oh, okay. So that's not going to be recorded. Yeah, Correct. we'll hear you and can respond, but we don't want anyone to hear your takes. <sighs> okay. 
so a little bit of just the facts about this movie. Uh, it was written and directed by David Zucker, Jim Abrahams, and Jerry Zucker, who I assume is uh, related to David. I assume they're brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't do enough work to verify that. Yeah. It was released July 2nd, 1980. The other guys gave this a 97%. Wow. Wow. Is that... What? I what? feel like that might be the highest rated other guys rating we've done. Um, It's certainly up there. What, up did, there. what did Young Frankenstein have on other guys? It was pretty high, but it's I don't It's like remember. 94, right? Uh, Young Frankenstein got a 94. Uh, this is This is the highest other guys I rating. Thought, uh, I thought Short Term 12 was like Oh, 100%. wait. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh... The highest ratings, uh, Jaws had a 98. Ooh, yeah, okay. Uh, and then this had a 97. Mm. But it shared 97 with Ghostbusters and Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Uh, which we tore both of those apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gave Good, Bad, and the Ugly a 75 and Ghostbusters a 62. I, I disagree with one of those. <laughs> <laughs> the Ghostbusters? Yeah. <laughs> Lower. But yeah, 97%. Uh, IMDb gave this a 7.7. Mm. Uh, it made, this blew me away. It made $158 million in the box office. In the 80s. In the 80s. Mm-hmm. Is that like a trillion It made today? back its its money in just two days of being in the theaters. I mean, to be fair, Jake, as a reminder, uh, Ghostbusters made double that. Wow. At $294 you know million. This probably made a bunch of money because it was a double feature with Life of Brian. Probably, probably funnier. Probably, but this uh, made 158 million on a 3.5 million dollar budget. Really good return. Incredible return on investment. Yeah, very successful movie. Uh, This received no awards and no nominations with the Academy. That makes sense, though. It does. It does. It got nominated for a Golden Globe that year, but it didn't get it. Mm -hmm. We don't really talk about those, but I just figured I'd throw that in there. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I, I don't even really know the difference between any of those awards. You could say Emmys and I'd be like, all right. <laughs> There's like Grammy. Emmys, Tonys, Grammys, what's, Oscars. What's the, the music one? Grammy. Globes. Grammys. Grammys. Yeah, got it. Tonys are for Musicals theater. And, well, theater okay. specifically. Uh, and Emmys is, Emmys is for television. Golden Globes weirdly does all of the above. TV. Yeah. And music. And then each what? of them have like. They do music too? Uh, well, because they have music specifically in movies and television, like I never pay attention to the Golden Globes. No one does. Yeah, they're a, they're a, they're like it's What's like the uh, SAG it's awards? like the Oscars is Airplane and Young Frankenstein is the Golden Globes. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like what it's yeah, just it like thank the SAGs. That's another way to pat themselves on the back. It's also awards, but it's like voted on by the actors and actresses themselves, right? Well, so is the Academy Awards. Oh, okay. Um, they're essentially two different organizations. The Academy is, I think been around for a little bit longer and they're not a union. The SAG is a union. Got it. So the SAG awards are just the, the union, the screen actors guild. They have their own awards every year. Um, not, not really, not as renowned as not even the close. Academy. Awards. I think there's, there's a lot of awards underneath like the SAGs, the BAFTAs, um, that are, are like, there are just other awards that happen that it's like, yeah. If I remember, I'll, somebody will have to fact check me on this, but I think the Oscars just came around to try to prevent union in the industry, prevent unions. Oh, uh, it could be. And I've, that's I've never the heard that. Like that if we that. give them awards, they'll stop trying to unionize. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what the logic was. I'll have to Google it at some point, but that's what I, I heard that. Hmm. 
That could very well be true. Uh, they, I, I don't think I've mentioned this, but the Academy is, uh, I mean, I don't know where they're at because of COVID, like they could have been stalled, um, but they're working on building their first um, like museum mm. in LA. And as soon as it opens, I really want us to go. I feel like, you know, we... We'll do a video episode. Of them. Do, you, do you think they'll let us set up a table in there? No. <laughs> but <laughs> I want to review a movie it. within the museum. Yeah. If we get big enough, I'll 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 try and pull it. I'll try and make it happen. We'd have to be pretty big for that one, I think. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> Dan can call in some favors. That's true. That's true. Yeah, Dan's got some pulling. He's got all my money from this, so we better be able to. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't got paid once. <laughs> So, Scott, you had seen this movie before, right? No, I was a late bloomer on uh, this. Oh, and so were you, Jake. Yes. So I was the only other person who'd seen this before. Mm-hmm. So I, I saw this movie, um, I think probably, I think I probably saw it when I was very young. But <laughs> Were uh, you also with your dad? <laughs> no. I thought about uh, showing up today in just my underwear because <laughs> it's oh, Saturday morning. <laughs> uh, but I, I remember seeing this for sure when I was probably in middle school. And uh, I really loved it. I thought it was very funny. Uh, watching it again, um, you know, I was nervous it wasn't going to hold up. Mm-hmm. Um, I still enjoyed it. It didn't quite hold up as much. Like, I think that this is a movie that's best suited for, like, with the exception of the the topless scene that we talked about because the 80s were crazy. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a movie best, the, the humor is best suited for a uh, young adolescent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a little sophomoric humor. Totally. Um, but I mean, I, I think certain jokes are. Yeah. But I think there's a lot of smart jokes in this. Oh yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right about that. Um, but I I mean I I had a good time. I I think that uh, ninety seven percent is probably a little uh, a little high. A little high. Sure. And. AFI, I guess, has this in their top 10 comedies, right? No, not top 10, top 100. Okay. Which I think is fitting. Top 100 comedies or top 100 movies? Top comedies. Top 100 American comedies. Well, so that's a Young Frankenstein is also on that list, and I would like to see what they put higher. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I'm looking it up as we speak. Um, Zach, I would be interested to know what were some of the intelligent jokes that you remember. Do you want me to like- The spear hitting the wall. Do you want me to do it now or should we wait till we kind of get into the movie a little bit? Oh, by the way, this is in the top 10. Oh, wow. It's number 10. Okay. What's Young Frankenstein? Are you looking at that right now? Young I'm, Frankenstein. I'm not so, disagreeing with you. I just yeah. don't remember them. Is like, number so 13. I was just wondering what you, close. What you said. Um, like what you thought. I thought one of them that was funny was when they're um like they're doing uh the news like they're breaking the news on all the different news channels yeah which that uh, that joke not you necessarily that was smart no 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 you didn't let me finish i'm not necessarily saying that that joke was a little bit funny but then when they cut to the um like controversial news anchor who's kind of saying like they knew the risk like they knew i say oh. let them crash i thought funny. that was hilarious yeah um as we get into it, I, I thought it was it was funny when they're on the beach, um, Stryker and Elaine, and he's saying, like, I'm shipping out tomorrow. We're headed to <laughs> the Middle East to do this, and our objective is to do this. When and are you coming says, back? I can't tell you that. That's classified. Yeah, I actually <laughs> thought that part was funny. I actually mentioned it to Tyler when it happened. There's a lot of, like, really quick things that I did think were, like, very funny, and uh, there's a lot of absurdist humor, which just plays very well to me subjectively. Like when they say, like, all right, let's get some pictures. And then they take pictures down off the wall. Yeah, yeah. I think compared to a lot of comedies, like let's just say Step Brothers, 
when you say like what feels more sophomoric, I would say stepbrothers. Yeah. Like there's just a lot of dumb, silly, like something like Zoolander or something where it's like, what, what has the smarter humor? I would say airplane over a lot of comedies that kind of come out today. Mm -hmm. But that's not to say like, there's some dumb jokes in this. Like there's the part where the doctor's talking and he has the transplanted heart and it's jumping up and down. Like that's a dumb joke. It wasn't funny. Yeah. You know, the, the girl scouts fighting in the bar, really the whole bar scene. I didn't laugh. I don't think that's funny. Like there's, there's like, a joke a minute in this movie and I can't defend all of them. There's a joke a minute, but there's probably only like 15 jokes. They just reuse. No, that's not no, true. That's at all. not true. <laughs> there's so many jokes that come in and it's, it's a one and done. There's a few that they repeat. Like the don't call me Shirley. They're like, what is it? Or like, you know, what's the issue? Or, We're going to an airplane. Uh, what's or, what's a hospital? Yeah. It's a, it's a hospital. No, what yeah. is it? The hospital's calling the hospital. What is it? Yeah. Oh, it's a building with a bunch of patients, but that's not important right There's now. There's a few things that they do repeat, but like I would, most of the jokes are like one and done quick ones. Um, quick is generous. I don't think it is. I don't think it is at all. I think, I mean, I guess I could just get one, into my like, feedback, but yeah, go yeah. For it. like I feel like there just wasn't like any bit they did was played to death. Like they, they, I guess they did have some funny one liners, but like even if it wasn't a repeated joke, it was just a bit that went too long. Like the bar, the dancing in the bar was just so not funny. Sure. And it went on for so long. Yeah. I and agree then like, you. like the, the slapping the passenger, it was kind of funny. And then it was kind of funny. And then it was less funny. And then it was just like, stop. Like that joke I'm was it. like five seconds. Yeah, it, was so, it, was, it, was, seconds. it was way yeah. longer than five seconds. And it, wasn't, it was probably like 30 seconds. No, and it, was, it was 15, 20 seconds. And if seconds it was like long. them, all of them were just slapping her for like a minute, then yeah. But it's like, then you pan back and there's and like a guy a with a gr gun, a gun yeah. and, and like a, a bat a crowbar. And, and, a bat, it's, yeah. and then it's done and they never return to it. I just, I feel like I can't, I'm, I should have written them down because like at the time I was like, why am I still listening to this joke? There's another you funny know? joke. I thought it was really smart and funny. was like halfway through the movie. So the movie starts and Ted Stryker shows up in a taxi and <laughs> someone gets in his taxi and he, he's like, he I'll be right back. And he starts it. <laughs> yeah. And then halfway through the movie, we return and he's still in the taxi waiting. So and then he's at $11,000 fare. <laughs> yeah. I knew it was going to return. As soon as it started, I was like, oh, it's going to be at the very end of the movie when they return. Yeah. And then, so it caught me off guard halfway through the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that was such a weird place to return to this bit. Yeah. But I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious when he says, um, and they, this is the only time they do it, but he's like, can you fly? And he's like, well, yeah, like I have experience flying. I did this, but it's a completely different type of flying altogether. And then they say, it's, it's a, a completely different, different type, type of, of flying, flying altogether. Or no, whatever. They, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I thought that was hilarious. I laughed out loud during that. Scene. That they repeated him. Yeah. yeah because was he that said, like a joke? Like, well, that he, I said, he said, he said all together. Oh. And that's like a direction to like now everyone. He was like, he was telling them, let's all yeah. say yeah. this together. Yeah. <laughs> and some of the info that we looked up that. was that this was a parody of a movie that came out in 1957 called zero hour, I believe. Right. And mm -hmm. so a lot of jokes are kind of a tribute to that, which if you weren't alive in the fifties and didn't see that movie, like uh, now I have a little bit more of an appreciation for some of those jokes. Like, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in this movie and he's one of the pilots. That was and my favorite part. Of when I first saw it, I was just like, that's super random that they got him to do this, which apparently they, he only agreed to because they agreed to pay him $30,000, which was the cost of a rug that he wanted. <laughs> Otherwise he wouldn't have done it. Well, that's just the most baller thing yeah. I've ever heard. But the reason that they wrote that joke was because in zero hour, um, they had like a pro football player at the time mm. be one of the characters. Mm -hmm. 
And so they were like, oh, well, let's get a pro basketball yeah, player. Exactly. Just kind of. Yeah, I would say uh, as one of the late bloomers, I fall somewhere in between you guys. I definitely well, think. I feel like I didn't get to finish because I feel like. Oh, I, okay, carry on. I enjoyed jokes and then I didn't enjoy jokes. So it was like, I thought it was funny and then not funny. I was. I had an okay time. It dragged like this movie was only an hour and a half, but it felt like a two and a half hour movie to me where I was mm. kind of like, we're wrapping this up soon. Right. Cause I feel like there just wasn't a lot there as far as a plot, you know, like it was sure, very, yeah. very minimal. And there was just like, I don't know. So like, I was very okay about it. Okay. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. I don't know if it felt like two and a half hours. It definitely felt long to me. And I agree that some of the jokes went on too long. Um, but for the most part, it was enjoyable. This is the kind of movie I want on in like the background as I'm doing something or like playing, uh, without sound in a bar as right. like I'm getting drinks sure. or someone like it's iconic. You kind of get it. You can read the subtitles. It's just a whatever movie to have on in the background. Something uh, that you catch glimpses of here yeah, and there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there were definite jokes that I chuckled at and laughed at. There was a few things that I was like, it's interesting that this movie is so iconic and some of the jokes they did, I haven't seen redone. Sure. And then I was like, oh, that's funny. It felt original to me yeah. because I haven't seen that joke that they did redone a lot. Mm-hmm. Which Whereas, jokes so, are you talking about? I don't even remember off the top of my head. But uh, part of the reason like, where I've had issues with other comedies we've done in the past was I've seen newer movies redo their jokes better. and they're better. Yeah. Whereas, And I've definitely seen jokes of this redone and probably better. But there were some jokes that happened in this too where I'm like, huh, I haven't really seen other people like try to do that before. Yeah. In that way. And so I I, I liked it in that in some small ways there. And I think um I I can't necessarily like use this to objectively argue for this movie, but more so just to like kind of prove why the the humor in this movie, the absurdist humor in this movie just plays very well to me specifically. And one of the things we're talking about off air is the Tyler said like there's not a straight man in the movie. There's completely absurd ridiculousness happening at every turn at all moments in the movie and no one reacts to it like a normal sane person in real life would, which is kind of a point that I made back in Steve Zissou as well. Yeah. Um, And I just, I particularly really enjoy that type of comedy. Sometimes in like the movies like Step Brothers, it takes me out of it because characters are being so over the top and ridiculous, but we see other characters react normally, which makes me think like, this wouldn't really happen in real. Like I can't buy that there's characters this dumb, but when everyone is that dumb and like everyone is like, this is just the logic of the movie. It's this insane for everyone. Mm -hmm. I can buy it. And it's funnier to me. Uh, I don't think that we, I, I think that this is one of those movies similar, maybe way more so than young Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, actually, I don't even want to compare the two in this sense. Um, but this is one of those movies that doesn't really warrant a plot by plot because, yeah. like Jake said, there really isn't much of a plot. We can do the plot in. There's a guy who uh, has you know PTSD from flying in the war, and he has to land a plane because uh, multiple people get food poisoning. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. That's, that's the plot. That's yeah. the plot of mm-hmm. the movie. Bad food poisoning. And he like, does it successfully. Pass out. Well, bad food poisoning, like birthing chickens, live chickens <laughs> yeah, out of your yeah, mouth. Yeah. <laughs> there, was a, there was a bit uh, 
And I guess maybe this will be what we're going to, that I thought was very funny when they were like, everything was going crazy and they cut to the doctor and he's literally like, he's got somebody like in the, <laughs> in the, in the stirrups, in the stirrups. He's giving birth. <laughs> yeah. He's, giving birth. Yeah. he's, like, he's what like, what now? <laughs> <laughs> so this is kind of interesting. This is fascinating to me. This was Leslie Nielsen's first comedic role, mm-hmm. which is incredible to me because I only know him as a comedic actor. Yeah. Um, who, who was Leslie Nielsen? He's a doctor. doctor. Okay. So he, I only know him from these other Abraham's Zucker yeah. uh, spoof movies. He went on to be the star of Naked, the Naked Gun movies. Yeah. And then he was in a few of the scary movies scary as well. Scary movies as well. Yeah. One of which was uh, directed by uh, Abraham's mm-hmm. and, and Zucker company. Um, did they do the first one? Or did uh, they do a different I, one? No. The, I, from what I saw, they only did the fifth one. Interesting. Yeah, so, I, I mean, they really birthed, uh, along with, uh, like, along the same time as, like, Mel Brooks was creating his genre of mm-hmm. comedy, they really, like, birthed the modern spoof comedy that, you know, we've seen a million of with, like, Scary Movie and mm-hmm. all of the other, there's, like, action movie and romance movie and all these, like, spoofs not that are in that. Not another teen comedy. Not another teen comedy uh, movie 47 or whatever, like all these different like spoofs that yeah. have just r- stuck around. Some maybe deservingly, maybe not like yeah. reasonable people can argue whether or not spoofs are like worth our time, but uh, they created it. And, and this was one of the movies that they used to, to create that. That's, that's definitely the most impressive about Leslie Nielsen, but I think that that's also true of some of the other, like uh, the main pilot. It was the same deal with him. Oh, he had sure. only been doing dramatic roles as well, mm. and then ended up kind of. Um, I don't know if he went on to do other comedic roles, but he did this comedic role. But then you also had like, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Jeff Bridges' dad, Lloyd Bridges. Who was he? Who was he? Uh, Lloyd Bridges was the uh, like sort of main guy in charge back at the. Was he the captain or was he like the air traffic? The air traffic guy, okay. oh, like the gotcha. main. Like yeah. he, he, it seemed like he was like the president of the airline pilot sure. or okay. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like uh, I I don't know why I thought this, but he gave me a very uh, Trump esque air. Yeah, hmm. but but competent. Yes. I would say like yeah. because that was the funny thing about him was how competent he was like one of my favorite bits with him is when he's like barking orders at everyone people just walk into frame <laughs> and he's like ordering them to do something and they walk out of frame and another person walks out and he's he's got like all of these thoughts going on and, yeah. and directing all these people he's not even at, he's not even finishing his commands right and they're <laughs> and they're off doing their thing and then is and then it's like your wife's online too and he's like I want the dog fed I want the lawn watered <laughs> the kids put to bed like he's just uh, in charge in command character yeah. and so uh, yeah in, in that way like very like i i get it like a little trump-esque but uh but like <laughs> highly competent like it cracks me up because i think i've been uh a director in certain things like i've been you know a, a coordinator where I've felt like that mm-hmm. and it it's not that impressive and then i've worked for a lot of people that like they act like they're owning this, uh, this coordination, this direction. And it's like, you're not that. Yeah. But like he pulls it off and Mm -hmm. it's like the ever elusive thing when you're leading a team full of people through a, through a crisis moment. 
to be that in control. Yeah. There was a really dumb joke they had with him that I did think was pretty funny when he's he g- finishes giving all of his orders and then he leans on the desk and he's got a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and there's a picture of him doing exactly <laughs> yes. that framed on the wall. Oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah. That I didn't even great. notice that one. Oh, that was pretty funny. I think my maybe my favorite bit in the movie, I don't know if we talked about it, before we were recording or while we were recording, but was when they're like, how much time do they have? And then he opens up an oven in the middle yeah. of this thing. And there's a turkey <laughs> with a temper. He's like about two more minutes. And I think that was maybe my favorite joke of the whole thing, <laughs> which apparently uh, that is the actor, Jonathan Banks. Um, and for those of you that watch breaking bad, that's the actor who plays Mike Armentrout, the best character on, uh, yeah. on breaking bad, probably. I didn't notice him in this movie. He was just a lot younger, I guess. Yeah, he was he a was lot in younger. It for like half a second. Yeah, and oh. it was. Yeah, it was I think that was his quick. only line. It was a really, really, really quick bit. Got there, it. there really are so many. Like, if you ask me, what's my favorite joke or favorite bit? I don't think I could pick because there are so many that, like, even as we're talking right now, that I'm remembering that I love. Like, I love when he, um, when Stryker, it's a flashback, and he's in the hospital, and he's going through all the different guys who have PTSD mm-hmm. and he's like in this guy like he thinks he's Ethel Merman when oh uh, yeah. he is Ethel Merman singing and then they just rush over with like <laughs> tranquilizer like, yeah exactly like some sort of anti like uh it reminded like, me of like uh, Snickers commercials like you're not yeah. you when you're hungry <laughs> yeah um they had there was one thing that I thought about that I just thought was so crazy and uh maybe nobody else cares about this but when um Barbara Billingsley comes up and says that she can speak jive. And like, that was just the most, I mean, that was, I don't know about that joke. It, it uh, didn't age. Well, it did not age. Well, I will say though, uh, that's like probably like maybe like up there with my second most memorable moment of the movie. Like mm-hmm. I told Scott, like, like, Oh, wait for this thing coming up. And like, it, it just, you know, I was wrong on the timing, like when it was coming, yeah. but I was waiting for it. Like uh-huh. I, I really remembered that it's just so ludicrous, but it's like, I don't know if you guys watched leave it to beaver. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I was just like, why is June Cleaver talking jive at me right now? <laughs> <laughs> it was very, uh, it, yeah, just very ludicrous, very off the wall. Um, but I don't know. Like I, I think I think I agree with Zach for the most part that I think that that's what makes the movie work is just how ludicrous every moment is, and and, and it's the nature of a spoof is yeah. that every moment is just ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Um, I I fell in love with spoofs with Scary Movie. Really, I think I had probably seen Airplane before Scary Movie. Mm-hmm. The first Scary Movie I saw was Scary Movie Three. Okay. I don't think I've seen And I thought that movies. one was hilarious because it was the only scary movie where I'd actually seen those scary movies. That was the one with Signs, right? Mm-hmm. That was like the big, yep. yeah. It was Signs and War of the Worlds. Right. Charlie um, Sheen was, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that made me go and watch the other ones. Oh, the other scary mm-hmm. movies. And I, they were all enjoyable. Yeah. And I think the Matrix, is play, the Matrix uh-huh. plays a part in that one. Like yep. they, they didn't just spoof scary movies. Yeah, they spoofed some other things yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, uh, I think my favorite, the, like, I feel like this kind of movie, like I said, no point in playing yeah, the plot. Exactly. We're going to spend our whole time in favorite lines, favorite moments, mm-hmm. basically for this movie. Um, one of my favorite lines, and I literally quote this at least once a week is, uh, Leslie Nielsen's good luck. We're all counting on you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I just want you, I just wanted to say good luck. We're all counting on you. I say that to people. I've at said work. that to people all the time, and I this is my first time watching the movie. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, man, I love that line. It cracks me up, and it bums me out every time I say it to someone at work, and, and they, they don't, don't recognize it. They don't laugh. They don't. You know, that's crazy to me because I I'd never seen it, and I would have known. You would have known that line. Yeah, and like 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 that, and like like I guess he has the two. Very, because it's also like, don't call me Shirley. Don't call me Shirley. Mm-hmm. And like those two things, I feel like any person in America should be able to attribute to airplane, even if they haven't seen it. Yeah, it's funny. Actually, the first time I ever heard the don't call me Shirley was in a video game, but the video game was a call to this movie. It was referencing mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. What video game was that? It was in the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Really? Mm-hmm. That's in the in the open in the opening mission on single player, you're like cutting through a thing, and he's talking with the guy he's on the mission with, and he says the line. Well, he says don't like, surely, "Surely you." Yeah, he says, "Don't call me Shirley." Yeah, interesting. That's funny. So like, it is. It's just a super iconic line for sure. Yeah, it, it was on like one of the, the like that list of most most iconic, memorable. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. movie quotes. Yeah, exactly. Um, I. This is going to be just a supremely short episode, and I think we're all okay with that. Yeah, I yeah. think, yeah, I think that's appropriate. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but um, one, I'll I'll bring up another uh, of my favorite like moments. One of my favorite lines again, something that like I don't necessarily quote all the time, but something I think of so often is the drinking problem bit. Yeah, I love that. I thought that was so funny. It was when I developed my drinking uh-huh. problem, and he and he goes to drink a glass of water, and it, he splashes it all over his face. Every time I hear someone refer to like, oh yeah, they have a drinking problem, yeah. I always <laughs> think of that image. Like, like they just can't bring the cup to their mouth. They can't drink. Yeah. Like, yeah. like 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 their I don't, basic motor functions are. Wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but I don't know. I, I, I really, this movie holds a really special place in my heart. I, I personally feel like, uh, almost all of the jokes really stick. Um, I agree with you completely, Jake, that in particular, the bar sequence, the, the disco cut it out. It's not funny. It, it, they could literally cut that entire sequence out of the movie. Yeah, a lot of the uh, the actually in the flashback there were a couple jokes I really liked, like when she was selling the these tribes people the the Tupperwares. Yeah. And I was like, oh God. <laughs> yeah. She's like, and this will keep hot dog buns fresh for days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Tupperware party was superb. I feel like this movie. There's like three different ways I would classify jokes in this movie, and there's one where it's just like not really that funny to begin with. Maybe didn't age well. There's like the a section of like. Jokes that I can see why people wouldn't necessarily think is funny, but I think is hilarious. Like I crack up every time Leslie Leslie Nielsen asks, like, what were they serving for dinner? And they say, like, oh, they had a choice between steak and fish. And he goes, Oh, that's right. I had the lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I just crack up. Or um I love when they're making the announcement and they say, like, oh, like we're supposed to have like great weather. Like there's, you know, like nothing to be concerned about. And meanwhile, they're dragging the like the people incapacitated yeah. pilots down. Also, <laughs> is there no- anyone on the flight yeah. that uh, knows how to fly a plane yeah. and didn't eat the fish? <laughs> Which, interestingly enough, that was a line straight out of Zero Hour. They Mm. apparently literally say that, like, we need to find someone who can not only fly this plane, but didn't have fish for dinner. (laughs) But it was played super straight, like... Putting the lightning on his face. Yeah, like it was supposed to be taken completely seriously, (laughs) and they just, like, ripped it and made it funny. 
Um, and then there's jokes that I just think are genuinely very smart, funny jokes. Yeah. Like I love the scene where they're driving to the airport. They get Kramer, the captain Kramer yeah. and they're driving in like it's, it's, you know, cause we've all seen that where they have the obviously fake backdrop right? when they're driving like a stationary car, but then they just like start like really messing with it to where it looks like he's driving completely <laughs> off the road it's and super like, fast. And he hits there's a like, biker. There's like <laughs> Indians following yeah. him on horses. He just like, like completely <laughs> nails a biker and he goes flying. Well, I liked when they kind of acknowledged he's like I knew him and he's like you knew him and he's like looking back at the biker that he hit oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah yeah but then there were things I agree with you there were things that didn't land uh like with with Rex Kramer uh I I loved the whole like I know that this is small and stupid but I love the whole bit where he's getting ready in front of the mirror and mm-hmm. then it's not a mirror. Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah. it's a doorway that he just walks through. Mm-hmm. Like, but you just assume it's a mirror <laughs> the whole time. Uh, like I love little things like that, that are just so goofy, but then the whole dog thing, I didn't <laughs> get that at all. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I love that. I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I think that the, the little bits in this movie, I really liked. And then the bigger jokes, I wasn't a fan of. Okay. For the most part. Yeah. Uh, except I get for, that. except for things like with Kareem, I thought that, I thought that was really funny. Yeah. And especially that scene where he's like, my dad says that you don't run, you don't hustle in the defense. And, and then you Kareem don't even just, try until it's playoffs. And then, and then Kareem just unloads on this kid. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was really funny. Which um, apparently that was completely improvised. Like they didn't That's like, they didn't write Kareem to get up, upset about that. And um, when he grabs Joey, the kid, Joey's shock is genuine. <laughs> like he's like, <laughs> like, Oh, <laughs> Did you not think it was hilarious? The little proper boy who goes and brings the girl that, coffee. Oh my, I'm so <laughs> glad you brought that up because that just slid by it. Like I didn't remember that at all. And it just killed me. And then she's like, you know, he's like trying to woo her. And she said, <laughs> and they're, and he like says, five. You, they're like, they're like five. five year olds. And, and, but they're dressed up like it's like Downton Abbey or <laughs> yeah. something. And then uh, he says, would you like some milk? And she says, no, I like my coffee like I like my men. Uh, <laughs> black and bitter or something like that. It was, and, it was and, but the kid yeah. just gets so like let down and disappointed. Like yeah. that was, I was honestly on purpose not bringing that up so I could just rate my thing in black coffee. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm All sorry. Right. <laughs> Even little bits that just tickle me so much when we see like a nun reading a magazine that says it's called it's boys, boys life. And then and we then see this little boy like Nun's reading life. a magazine called Nun's Life and he's so engaged in it. <laughs> well, the nun's like surfing or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. The uh I the the bit with uh the the song, the musical number where the yeah. stewardess gets the guitar and is like killing the girl, Pulls but the like <laughs> no one's paying attention to the sick girl. Like everyone's just like so wholesomely like smiling at each other. <laughs> Which, did that girl die? Uh, well, I think she died at the end because <laughs> the they put her in an accident. ambulance and then it crashed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because, like, she took it out. She finally got it back in again. Right. And then she hit it with a guitar again. And then the mom realized and started doing, like, CPR on her. 
Yeah, but then she comes back. Did she? Because it never showed they that. Do they yeah, showed her, her yeah. like getting loaded onto an ambulance and like, we got to yeah. get her to the hospital. And then they immediately get There's a one point too, you <laughs> see her uh, in the movie when there's turbulence and she's at the far end of the plane and you just see her cart roll through. The <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I may have missed that. Yeah, it's yeah. like one of the times when the plane's like crashing and people are like going people all over are the panicking. cabin. Yeah. Yeah. You just see the cart in the far background just cut through the <laughs> aisle across to the other side of the plane. There was another bit I was just thinking about at the very beginning when he's getting the phone call about the girl and then he picks up the red phone and then yeah. no the white phone <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and then uh he's talking to it's the mayo clinic for you and like it cuts to the doctor which i don't care about the heart jumping thing it's annoying it's stupid yeah but i just love the jars of mayonnaise behind him like the <laughs> idea that the mayo clinic is about mayonnaise yeah. and then uh it's like oh we we have mr ham for you uh all right, uh, I'll take uh, ham on five. Hold the mayo. <laughs> yeah, I was like oh, I, was... I love, I love little like little jokes that can just be delivered, dropped, and then like keep moving. Yeah. That that you just have to like you have to keep up. Like because there are times where like I watch a movie like this, and something happens and they're on to the next joke and I'm still like getting gathering and laughing about the last joke. Yeah. And it just keeps me laughing the entire time because mm -hmm. even when I hit a joke that isn't, doesn't resonate with me, it isn't funny for me. I'm still laughing about the joke that happened before that. Yeah. I feel like they had to have been making this movie thinking like, this is hilarious. And someone else is saying like, Will anyone get this? And then they're just saying, who cares? We think this is hilarious. Yeah. And I love like, do, like when I'm with, like you guys are like my friends and we find something hilarious and we know no one else is going to think it's hilarious, sure. but it's hilarious to us. Yeah. I just feel like that's what this movie was. You mean like this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. yeah I mean, a, and if numbers are be, to be believed, maybe about 40 people. <laughs> Uh, which, you know, this movie was more successful than 40 people seeing it. So, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, got to give them that. But here's the thing is there's so much other noise to cut through that maybe those 40 people count for a lot more. Uh, that's true. Yeah. That's there's true. just less stuff to see in the 80s. <laughs> well, I mean, Jaws came out in the 80s, right? 70s. Oh. But I'm just saying, like, you know, overall. Okay. Was it 70s? I think so. I assume so. Yeah. I, I mean, Jake's, I remember. Jaws was mid seventies. It was Jake's movie, and he's usually right about stuff like that. So oh, I don't think I picked it. I think so. No, I think it was mine. Oh no, Zach, Zach picked it. it was I was movie. gonna pick it, but then Zach said he was gonna do it, so I changed. Yeah, it was nineteen seventy-five. I don't really have anything more to say about this movie. Recasting, you guys. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I I just want to say. Uh, the last uh, the last four movies we've done, three of them have been in the eighties. Wow. Hmm. Wait, what did we do? we did? Child's Play, The Shining, and Airplane were well, all in the nineteen eighties. In the seventies, I guess I misremembered. No, The Shining was in. Pardon me, nineteen eighty. In fact, uh, of the last several movies, uh, Young Frankenstein seventy four, Halloween seventy eight, Child's Play eighty eight, The Shining eighty. Bad Boys 95 and Airplane 80. So we've been spending a lot of time in the late 70s Bad and 80s. Bad Boys is the most recent movie. <laughs> of, the last, crazy. of the last uh, six movies. Well, I think what about like, pre-Spooktober? What was yeah, our Sp movie Spooktober that affects that because like classic Halloween, or it's like classic horror movies are, you know, 70s, 80s. Well, 
before Spooktober, in the four movies before Spooktober, we had Die Hard 88 and Ferris Bueller's Day Off 86. Mm. So. All right, let's, let's get out of the 80s, guys. We've spent a lot of time in the 80s. That's funny. All right. Well, let's do... Uh, well, I'm I, changing things up next week. You are. What are you doing next week? Next week, we're going to be watching a Chris Nolan movie, The Prestige. This so is one of barely getting out of the eighties. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Prestige was two thousands, right? Yeah. It was, it was yeah, like 2005. Yeah. I was just messing around. I think this is one of like, well, I guess now tenants out. So this is one of three movie Chris Nolan movies I hadn't seen. So I I was only gonna need one more and then he had to release another one in the middle of COVID. Mm. <laughs> Tenant was really good. I want to see it. Yeah, you should. Is that on your recommendation? That'll be yeah, my recommendation for this, uh, this episode. Oh, go, I go watch Tenant to do recommendations it was good i would actually put it in lower end of the chris nolan movies but i think it was good how would you rate it compared to memento um i probably would memento, put it, sorry i would probably put it right around the same okay yeah okay memento. i agree with you in that it felt lower tier nolan for me as well mm-hmm. that you this saying good memento? nolan talk we yeah. might want to save for the next episode true you know what why not get it out of the way now no, let's, let's not. Let's make this because a double feature. We've got to we've got to wrap this episode. Yeah, why even have another episode? Let's just go right into uh, this. Into no, mine. let's <laughs> just release one four hour long episode a month. <laughs> let's rate this and shut it down. Well, before we rate it, uh, not that I, maybe no one's gonna have anything, but does anyone have any recasts if they were gonna remake this movie today? Uh, no. No. I, I think if they this remade movie. this, it would be it would bomb. Yes. I agree. It would be you, you don't remake classics like I this. don't think that this movie And it's already a spoof. This movie couldn't get remade. Yeah. Because I think like there were big chunks of it that just wouldn't fly today. I don't think. Sure. No, yeah, that's totally true. And I I still I I firmly believe that Leslie Nielsen is my favorite spoof actor of all time. He's great. And so it's like he's the only person that I would bother to try and replace with someone funny. Like yeah. but when, when you said that it brought me back to uh uh, scary movie three where he goes to shake the guy's hand and the dude pees out of his pees finger. out of his finger the alien uh <laughs> I don't sounds know pretty funny. <laughs> leslie nielsen pr- plays the president of the united states and this is in the signs uh you know uh world that uh-huh. they're spoofing and the alien like makes peace with the the united states and uh yeah they it turns out the aliens pee out of their hand and leslie nielsen's just shook the the alien's hand and he's like super uncomfortable about mm-hmm. it but. all right well let's uh let's rate this movie and put it to bed zach what would you give this movie um <clears throat> i'm gonna give this a 7.7 turkish prisons <laughs> <laughs> scott i'm going to give this 6.7 um taxi fares that last too long <laughs> jake i'm gonna give it a 6.75 uh basketball player cameos <laughs> and i'm gonna give this a 7.3 uh doctors who uh should be named Shirley. all right you've heard it here uh first uh this movie we gave it a 71 percent on rotten potatoes uh just as a reminder the other guys gave this a 97 percent uh, probably too high, but uh, IMDb gave it a 7.1, so we came in a little bit lower than I IMDb. Thought IMDb gave it a 7.7. I'm sorry, that's what I meant to say. 7.7, we gave it I'm a sorry, 71. We gave it 7.1. I was like, that's what, the same thing. What yeah. did we rate Young Frankenstein? Uh, we rated Young Frankenstein a 61. It's about a full point less. That's what I thought. I mean, just because you guys are wrong. 
on this one, you know? I thought a point was a percent. Well, I'm like... If we're one, talking out of 10, I, we, oh, okay. we're not very yeah. uh, consistent. I don't know. I'm pretty consistent. We, yes, we always, we always <laughs> give percentages, but then we're talking we're talking across to like IMDb giving out a 10. Right, so. right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We, we do both. We yeah. each give a point system, seven point, you know, whatever, like yeah. I, like IMDb, but then we give it a percentage rating like the other guys Yeah, based off of that. So nothing original though. Nothing original about this podcast, except for the <laughs> fact that uh, next week uh, we're doing our second Chris Nolan movie. That's original, right guys? I think the 5.1 rating of There Will Be Blood is pretty original. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zach. I appreciate that. All right, Zach, do you have any final thoughts for us as we get out of here? Surely there's got to be something else. <laughs>